Eight. Any last words? Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Welcome, everybody, to Chuck and Lou. We are back at it tonight as the basketball season is right upon us here. Tuesday night, we get things going. And in the house tonight, we have, obviously, myself, Chuck, Patrick Steinhoff, head coach of St. Charles West Basketball, parent, adult, fifth grade teacher. And we have Lou. Lou, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Are you nervous for Tuesday night? Oh, you don't even know how I'm feeling. Yeah, you, you kind of texted me yesterday, I think. You said, is it okay to be nervous already? And I said, of course it is. You know, yeah, gotta, I think my nerves got amped up more today. You think so? Every, I might be a mess on Tuesday. Uh, oh, gosh, you are kind of a <laughs> You probably will be a mess probably just right when you wake up. No sleep probably Monday night. Um, on the dais tonight, we have brought back again, um, obviously, the oh, third I'm not ma- sure about not sleeping Monday night, considering that I've pulled some, a couple all-nighters over the last couple weekends. Well, Pete, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. <laughs> Looks like Lewis been partying the last couple all-nighters uh, out of okay, the tin roof or not ballpark party. village or not party no maybe tuners <laughs> where is good been? lord pete how's chuck, it going pete chuck lou iggy it's been a while and it, it's good to see everyone i'm excited to be here basketball is here i am fired up i am ready to go i am ready to go as well and iggy how's it going buddy back there you doing okay doing great Doing great. You know, all this happens because of Iggy. You know, actually texted last week. He wasn't going to be able to make it, and we just shut it down. You know, we can't do this without Iggy in here. We just talked to the walls. That wouldn't be very cool. No, no, no. no. So, Iggy, thanks for all you do. I'm glad Uh, he canceled because I would have had to cancel. I needed sleep last week. Why? Because more all-nighters last week? (laughs) I didn't sleep sleep for 63 hours straight. Man, we got to talk about that. I know that was a good experience for you. But you know what really sucks? What? Leaves. Really? My gosh, how many people out there today were just gathering up those leaves? I drove down your block here. Uh huh. I saw probably 50 to 60 leaf bags on the side of the. the I think overall. What if you are the the leaf guy that picks the leaves up tomorrow, the yard waste guy? Are you sitting at home tonight just ticked? Yeah, but you know, that's, you know, their livelihood. Or or are are they like excited? Yeah, I think so. Or are they excited because, like, whoa, honey. Work's gonna go fast tomorrow. Cause I'm gonna be busy. Yeah, these these yard services they'll, they'll they do do well during the fall. Man, I mean, just, you know what, what what what's a bag of leaves go for? I don't know, but I tell you what, I wish I was the guy who invented the bags that you buy from Lowe's. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, good golly, I'd be a millionaire. I'll just sell bags. All right, yeah. but you know, leaves. You oh, know, I, I I am you know hashtag blessed um, to have a riding lawnmower, so I just scoop them up and watch the neighbors just stress for like five or six hours picking up leaves, and it's kind of funny. Give me a little honk honk. Um, but anyways, that's not cool. The weekend, you know, Lou. Yeah, the weekend for me. Um, this is one of my favorite weekends of the year. I I got to go to the the Musual Awards, and for those out there, um, I really truly mean this. I, I think that every teenage kid or any kid between the ages of you know eight and whenever um, that plays sports should attend these awards. It's a it's a presentation that's about an hour and a half long um, that is all about sportsmanship. Um, obviously, Layla from the Blues and um, just other great stories, uh, whether it was uh, Kerber, who does the Blues, um, letting Kelly do the second uh, second period on the radio, just all these cool stories. And it's not just St. Louis. It's all over the country. And I was able to take my son and all um, some of his buddies and some parents. I really, truly think that every kid should have to go to the Musual Awards and watch it before they get a phone. Like when it's like, hey, mom, can I have a phone? Yes. As soon as we go to the mutual awards, because I think it's just something that kids need to learn that losing um, is okay and being a good sport is okay. So I just kind of wanted to plug the mutual awards. What a great weekend. And now off to NFL Sunday. Pete, did you watch NFL Sunday? Were you just ready to go? 
Laying bets down over-unders parlays? I, I am boycotting the NFL, except my fantasy football team. I'll follow those guys. But, you know, from here on out, I'm 100% Battle Hawks. I mean, Battle Hawks all day. All day. XFL. Lou, what do you think about NFL? I you watch the it? NFL. I watch Harry Potter. Today. Harry Potter today. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you go Harry Potter. We got boycott. I'm over here. You know, it, it, I'll, I'll start watching the NFL again. Mowing. When? When? The Chargers come home to St. Louis. When the Chargers come home to St. Louis. Absolutely. I think they're coming, aren't they? I doubt it. Oh, man, I don't would, think it's ever going to happen. Uh, it's just funny. Now, here's my question to you both. Would you rather the Chargers come to St. Louis or Stan Kroenke have to pay St. Louis $500 million? I think right now the city could benefit more from that $500 million. Now, I, I'm not sure where that money would go, but I think you could spend a lot of it on redevelopment. and Give it to the Battlehawks. Give it to the Battlehawks. I mean, we would be, we'd have Brett Favre come out of retirement playing for the Battlehawks. But I truly think that as a St. Louis, and I, I think I'd rather kind of, you know, you know what to Cronky and make him pay us money than even have an NFL team at this at this juncture. Um, I, I'd like to see his money. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. bother you that his name is Stan, because you know that he's named after Stan Mutual. Yeah, I, I did know that. That bothers me. Yeah. I always put a silent in front of Stan, silent Stan. Yeah. Well, do you have a nickname for Cronky? Do you call him anything different now? Silent stand. Silent stand. I, I just think he's he's kind of a kind of a weirdo. But moving on, we have the turkey tip off this Tuesday. And if anyone doesn't know, um, Pete here is obviously one of the assistants on the um, female side of things at St. Charles High. I'm the head coach at St. Charles West. Lose my manager. This is a night that St. Charles just flocks to. Um, Pete, you know what are your what are your fondest memories of this night? What do you enjoy about this night? The first night, the most. Talking. Well, Talk to Pete. Can answer first than me. Pete, what's your favorite part of the first night? I think the first night, what I enjoy the most is just the anticipation, the build up for it. Um, Which girls' game is going to go into overtime? The JV girls' game or the varsity girls' game? Well, if it's anything like last year's game, uh, it might be our game. Twenty-seven, twenty-six barn burner last year. Wasn't it you know something what? like that? Uh, hopefully, it doesn't end up like that again. If it is, hopefully, we win this time. <laughs> Um, you know, there's so many things that make that night special. You know, I think, I think just seeing the community come together and support the kids and well, it turns into almost like a reunion. You know, the kids absolutely. come back and um, a lot of the kids come back and they go to the game and they come back and they see all their old friends and they go out somewhere after the game. This year, um, big night for the for the men's side. They're honoring their uh, state championship, which believe it or not was five years ago. So the five That's year crazy. anniversary it feels like it was just yesterday it, that I went down to watch Tucson and the boys dominate. Yeah, it's wild. I actually saw a lot of those guys today. They swung by the boys' practice. Uh-huh. Uh, Casey was there. Chase was there. It was good catching up with those guys, and you Their know, last loss in high school, St. Charles West. That's true. You know, we have something to hang our hat on. The last time that they lost a game that year was to <laughs> us. Um, we'll never forget that night. Um, kind of got on them pretty good, but you know, I think I'm looking forward to lose dressing up oh, apparel. Gosh. Are yeah. we gonna see? Are we gonna see like a casual Lou? Are we gonna see? Are we gonna see? Or is it a secret? Are we gonna see something nice? We're gonna see something nice. Something real nice. Something three three real piece nice. suit. Woo. Maybe. Are you going to be okay? Because, you know, Coach Foster over there at High likes to turn the the heat up in our uh, locker room and in that hallway there. I'm not going down there then. Yeah, if you can't go down there then, you'll be all layered <laughs> up. You'll be sweating your butt off. But Ricky, he turns it up down there. Ricky's ring's going to be shining. I'm sure it will be. You know, yeah. he's going to have that ring on. He's going to yeah. have that state ring on. You know, it's going to be shining. So we expect, you know, obviously. Uh, you going to dress up? 
Uh, no, I'll be wearing Nikes, and I'll be wearing maybe a little Jumpman shirt this year. You know, maybe maybe like a little it. Jordan shirt. You know, I don't know, but I keep it casual. I I, I don't like to dress up and stop like Rick ago. does. I don't even have a pair of dress shoes. <laughs> and I, I think I think I maybe have one or two pairs. I think I have one and a half. Yeah. I think I have half of one that's like broke. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think that'd be very classy. Um, but anyways, uh, what are the Thanksgiving plans? My Thanksgiving plans? I have no idea. Ask my wife. My Thanksgiving plans start Wednesday morning when I wake up for whatever I do after the turkey tip-off on Tuesday night, um, and I wake up and just kind of get told where to go. You know, I don't even... Iggy's in my family. Iggy, what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to Barb's. Oh, you're going to Barb's? Yeah. Barb's is always tight down there in uh, Silex. Uh, so good luck at Barb's. Thanks. Okay. Uh, always fun down there. You guys uh, can... I think you play with the sheep down there. Don't they have animals? I think they have sheep. No. Nope. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, fun with that. So, uh, moving on a little bit, uh, Lou, could you just give the fans in the audience maybe just a little rundown of how Tuesday works as far as who plays and when? Do you have any idea right, time-wise? Yeah, so, it, the Varsity Boys are supposed to play at eight o'clock. You just hop right to the Varsity Boys okay, game. You know yeah, that's not going to start till eight thirty. So, who's to, what's the first game of that? The JV girls play at three thirty. Three thirty. Little happy hour tip. Uh, JV boys at five o'clock. Okay. I'll, I'll be making my first appearance there. First one, and then you're going to probably, what, Yeah, go home and change? Yeah, into go the... home and change. And varsity Ooh. girls at 6.30. Don't want to miss that if I got to change. And right. then uh, Varsity Boys is supposed to be at 8. We'll probably shoot for 8.45 with mm-hmm. all the events of the night. And how do you, uh, Pete, how do you, do you even enjoy the boys game when the girls game's over? Because the emotions, like win or lose, like. Yeah, are... absolutely. I love it. I, you know, I played for St. Charles High, and, you know, that boys program means a lot to me. Right. Without that program, I wouldn't be a coach today absolutely uh, you know it's always nicer when you win you know you know i played the, in that game one year pete senior year scored zero points i heard this i was averaging 16 a game and uh you know it's funny i can say i averaged 16 a game and it was the first game of the year but i went on to <laughs> average 16 points a game and i scored a zero that night so i have some memories of it as well but like you said um i kind of the girls game i kind of get into in the fourth quarter as i'm looking through the you know window pails you know wait, waiting for our game to start but what a what a great evening um and i get Next to start to the highest student section yeah, yeah right there you know and i get to start monday and tuesday of this week uh teaching human growth and development to my fifth graders um all afternoon and then hopping into the game on tuesday so it's going to be kind of an interesting week for me um did you see the that some? Did you see the woman who gave birth to a boy with two heads, three hands? Whoa! Okay. Did you see that? That's. Um, I did not see that. No. That's creepy. Oh well, I, I saw that. I was just thinking human growth and development. So, um, anyways, uh, <laughs> how about one of our own St. Charles, uh, Alex Bazell, working out with Carmelo Anthony? What do you guys think about that? Well, um, <laughs> I mean, I isn't it strange? Per- that I heard it's a pretty good story to that. Yeah, and it's just weird that Carmelo Anthony and. You know, Alex, and then if you, you go on the ESPN app the other day, and it's like the second story on the ESPN yeah, that's app. Wild. I was... um, it's almost kind of unreal that we have a kid that obviously has been in this basement on the show who I coached, and we all know yeah. that's having this um, this experience. It's just crazy. I mean, good for him. Alex has put a lot of time and effort and energy into this. And, you know, when you get the guys like Carmelo and Kyrie, Kyrie Trey Young, my God. I mean, what a resume he's building. I mean, and he's getting married into Fisha Callier. Yeah, I mean, things yeah. are kind of falling into place there for the young man, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lou, let me give you uh, 30 seconds to talk about the Blues real quick. What's up with Bartuzzo? Uh, yeah, I got a four-game suspension for what I would call an angry cross-check on mm. Predators player. Knocked him out for four to six weeks. So the rematch tomorrow night, I think, has all of a sudden become very interesting with the Predators. You think we're going to see some fisticuffs tomorrow night? Oh, I absolutely think there will be. Who wins in a fight, you or me? 
I have no comment. I have one hand behind my back. Who wins? I have still have oh, no comment. Oh, man. No comment. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so as we move on to because the show. Because if Chuck and I are fighting, something must have had to happen. Yeah, something probably went down. Like, bad score book. Didn't get didn't report the scores in time. <laughs> or I beat you on the golf course. Or, well, yeah. You, wrong, had, you had your chance to do that and missed a putt, if you wrong, remember. Wrong yeah. number in the scorebook. Yeah. Technical. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. That's we had that happen one time, but that was not our fault. That was O'Fallon Christian's lady doing the scores. Anyways, um, let's go off topic just here a little bit. Um. Top two or three places in town for a burger. Oh, just I'm, I'm not hungry. experienced enough, so I no? have I have no comment. I will say, I think the two my favorites is probably the Big A's Burger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That barbecue burger down there, Ooh. I really like. And then another one I really like. I just had a few weeks ago with my dad is the JJ's Burger. Ooh, JJ's Burger is huge. It's good. It's real good. Iggy, what about your burgers? Um. JJ's is good. Veggie burger? I uh, don't like veggie burgers. Um, Whoppers. The, uh, the burger at Tony's on Main Street Ooh. is super good. Super good. I'm going to go with, obviously, the Tubby Cheeseburger, oh, yeah. which I think is fantastic. Somebody's that you also biased. tried. Um, and then I think a sleeper in the mix is the Culpepper Burger. They put this... I don't even know what it is. It's like this mystery sauce on there, and it almost like a mixed. I don't know what it is, but it, it gets me going. And uh, I, I would, I would definitely check out the cold pepper burger. So as we move on here now, let's we're gonna swing into some college sports. Um, what what is the hot topic you all want to talk about in college sports? What do you think the community wants to hear about? Not Mizzou. What do you mean they want to know? Is Barry Odom gone or they won yesterday, right? Uh, yes, they won against the Tennessee like they were supposed to. They covered the spread. They won. 24 to 20? Or, nah, or they lost? I don't think they won. They lost? Yeah, I'm to pretty Tennessee sure they at lost. home? Was Mizzou favored? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. They lost they at lost. home. Was anybody there? Did anybody go? Uh, no. A funny story. Uh, one of my player's parents had four tickets. He couldn't go. He could not get rid of them at our Gatorade games on Friday night. Man. No one could would, would take them. I mean, and it's a Saturday night. The weather was decent yesterday, you know, and you got a SEC football. I, I don't know what's going on there. I What a weird deal. I mean, is it fair to say that seven weeks ago I thought they were going to end up being ranked, and, and next thing you know they lose, what, six in a row? And they can't even get a first down? Yeah, it makes you wonder if something behind the scenes is going on. I know. It's just, it's just like it's the tail of tale of two teams and i don't know their defense still looks pr- decent yeah. but like the offense is just completely went you know stagnant so like that's like- what happens when you have a bunch of wide receivers come in that are really over that get overhyped during their career and being really overrated i can't even name a receiver on the team there you go i mean that's just kind of how it is you know and it's just been sad to see on the other end though we've got a local football team lindenwood who's Won their first playoff game and I think maybe ever I don't know but having a great year. I want what's their record? I want to say something like eight or nine and three. Um, but if you're in town, I mean, what a great job by Lindenwood um, football team. I think they end up going down. I think next week and they're they're playing in what I would call I think the Sweet Sixteen um, and they're playing Northwest Missouri, who's going to be obviously um, favored in that one. Who's yeah. I think Northwest is like twelve and zero or eleven and one or something. Um, but kudos to to Lindenwood and then also their basketball team's off to a decent start. Um, I think they played Bellarmine, the number three team in the country, uh, had them up at half and, and ended up losing by four or five. So new coach Kyle Gerderman's got things going on there. Uh, fun to watch if you're if you're bored and town go go check them out they're scoring 80 plus points a game they they can shoot it really well um they have some really good local talent um the kid from u city is really good can really fill it up uh, but another you know in town team and obviously slu and, and mizzou basketball are doing okay um what does what does mizzou have this week they have butler 
tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow Kansas Butler? City. I think. Kansas City. Yeah. That'll be a good one. A good test for them. Hopefully, Tillman can stay in the game and not have you know four fouls in the first forty-four seconds, um, which he seems to still be doing. Um, Slew off to a decent start. Yuri Collins. Do you think Yuri Collins is going to be a pro? Mm, not in the United States. Okay, I think that's probably a fair answer. Yeah, yeah. I think he plays overseas, but another another team that I think people should go and watch. They did get their their butts kicked the other night by. But hey, they beat Belmont. I mean, but they beat Belmont and a young Belmont young team. Belmont team. So um, a lot of local things that we can attend. Like I said, Linwood real close. Yeah. In Mizzou yeah. and and and, and Sloop. Yeah, and just a quick shout out with the college scene. Uh, one of my former players last year, Brooke Schneider, she plays for Columbia College. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing in the national tournament right now, and uh, they got a big win this weekend. And she scored a goal, so uh, really congrats good for to Brooke. Her. Yeah. Good for her. It's I saw her score one of the best goals ever in high, probably high school soccer ever against Orchard Farm last this past spring. Nice with point one seconds left in overtime. Wow, that's a, it. People should look that up. It's on a channel two somewhere because they got a film that's. It, it's a heck of a goal. That's awesome. It, but, uh, it, Brooke Schneider's heck of a soccer player too. So good for her. Well, congrats to Brooke. We always like to see our young athletes around town doing well at the next level. And let's go ahead and move on. Uh, recently, the district assignments have come out for basketball, and uh, thank goodness that I look up and see Vashon in four A again. Uh, that's that's not good news for any team. No. I think they they should probably be in like you know not not four A probably like forty four A you know if you're if you're talking about that could probably beat some college teams at this point. Um, but Pete, why don't you tell us just a little bit about how the districts? I don't think a lot of parents and people out there really know like how our districts set, which teams are there, and kind of just give us a little rollout of how that yeah, rolls out. Absolutely, obviously they take your enrollments, uh, uh-huh. freshman through junior, and that's what class. I think some people don't know. They, yeah. Obviously, they're not going to in, in, include the senior class for reasons that they won't be there. Um, if that makes any sense, but they go freshman yeah. through junior, um, and then take us from there. Um, then you know geographically where you're where you're located, and with so many you know class three, four, and five schools in St. Louis, obviously there's going to be some schools that are going to be you know they might be closer to one school and get pushed to another district. That's just the way it is. For example, like you know Incarnate and Normandy, you know right. they're two separate. Uh, Two separate districts, and but they're only a mile yeah, and a half about apart. a mile and a half apart. So it's just one of those things, you know. We got incarnate back in ours, and oh, good luck. Yeah, and then uh, Red Army Lou. Oh boy, to to make things even better, uh, Parkway North in there. So it's going to be a challenge for us. We're excited for that. And uh, wow, that's two we'll really see, good teams. Yeah, I believe they made they played each other in the quarterfinals yeah, last they year. Yeah, so. the state quarterfinals after so, us. So yeah, last we're going to have a work cut out for us. But you know, I like our team right now, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, good. And for those of you out there who kind of want to know the enrollment situation, now this is just talking freshmen through juniors for the uh, district assignments and what they use. St. Charles West freshman through junior five hundred and you know plus five hundred and three ish kids. Uh, St. Charles High freshman through junior six hundred and thirteen six hundred and fifteen ish, and then Orchard Farm, the other public school, about four hundred and ten. So just kind of people out there kind of understand. You know, that's just freshman through junior, but it kind of gives you a little breakdown that St. Charles High is, is still the bigger school in town. Um, and we kind of discussed before in our awesome uh, show prep that we always kill and we yeah. get together for seven hours before the show, um, that next year possibly St. Charles West and St. Charles High for the first time in a long time could actually not even be in the same class when it comes to basketball. Yeah, it's it's wild to think about. It's yeah, it been wild. a long, long time. I, I can't remember the last year. Um. Yeah. With with the enrollments get, or the classes going to six next year with those enrollment breaks. Um. I mean, if you took this year's enrollments with the schools, we would be in class five, and you guys would be in class four. That's just so, strange to even. So this, fathom. you know, who knows what 
what happens or how that turns out, but this potentially could be the last time for a little bit. And Lou, do you have any thoughts about the districts and how they're set up? First or? off, I just want to say, imagine with Incarnate, imagine having Incarnate in your district one, back in three times state champions in a row. But imagine also well, the I don't district. think Pete has to imagine it. He sees it every I year. But just imagine them adding the only team in the entire state of Missouri that has beaten them in basketball the last few years. Just imagine that. Like, it's. Like, how does it break down? And you're talking about, obviously. Yeah, just. Parkway, you know, Parkway North yeah. has, has been the only team to kind of get them a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'm hey, one of the only what? few people that have witnessed both losses too. You have, and, and you've told me those are great stories. But that is weird that, you know, their one team that gives them a little bit of uh um, is in their district now. Yeah, um, yeah it's just crazy. It's wild to think about. And, uh, you know, Parkway North, when you think about it, they're really not that far away compared right. to these other schools. You know, with enrollments, you know, we, we're, we're getting more – you know the Wentzvilles, and then they're obviously growing. Uh, the Zumalts are pretty staying pretty consistent, right? Although I think in a couple of years, Zumalt North, with all that development out there, mm-hmm. is going to be. And you really, can tell really with their athletics. I mean, that's a great transition to kind of what we're talking about next with the high school football scene here. Yeah. And uh, I, obviously, high school football is about to come to an end. We're here with a lot of the Final Fours um, coming down, and we're going to let Lou kind of take over, starting with the high school football class six, and we do have. Um, some updates, and I'll, I'll just kind of get a start, and then I'll let uh, Lou roll. The one local team that you know I'm kind of close to here, at least close in town, is Zumwalt West. Um, and tell us about the Zumwalt West Joplin game. Joplin came up here to Zumwalt West, bringing all their bringing their crusade they, people. I heard they had like five pet buses that came up, and that doesn't yeah. surprise me and, at all. And Joplin took care of Zumwalt West. They had kids scored five touchdowns. Woo. For Joplin, they will go to the state championship game at Mizzou, who they Five, will play. Touchdown. That's like a huge day on FanDuel. They will, the play, they will play the Smet, who beat Ray Moore Peculiar, a.k.a. Ray Peck, 37 nothing on the road. Let's, let's pause a second and talk about D-World, the Smet. I mean, you're talking about a situation where I think I was even in a, in a case five years ago where I thought they were dead to the world. You know, you talk about a football team that was one and nine. You talk about a basketball team, you know, changing coaches, um, They're changing coaches, AD leaving, and just kind of in shambles when you when you look at that Desmet program four or five years ago and their sports and and everything, and then all of a sudden now they've got, in my opinion, the best football team going. They have a soccer team that I believe just won a state championship. Mm-hmm. Is that is that appropriate? Yeah. On Saturday, yesterday, and then um, obviously their basketball team is going to be probably ranked in the top five. They've won three state championships in the last six months. Uh, that's holy cow! Or they're going to win three state championships. Is that, in the last is, that six is that good? Is that yeah? I mean that happens. I mean at West that happens all the time. Yeah, I maybe the nineties, the right? No, that one either. year. One year back, same same year. Ninety five. Yeah, nice wrestling, wrestling, wrestling and then did a track. Uh, sure. So, yeah, I'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna say it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, might as well swimming. I think too. Um, but you know, kind of continue on. I guess my point is these private schools in St. Louis. It's like once you think you're down, it's like. Bam, we're back. And then another school like a CBC might, you know, like this year in football, got beat pretty bad by DeSmet. You just never know, which really tells me it's it really is about who's coaching those programs. Yeah, absolutely. You it's know, just crazy to see. You can, you know, with the private schools, you can get really good athletes in there, obviously. But coaching is, you know, I mean, obviously, it's such a huge part. It is. I mean, Coach Steeples over at DeSmet, young guy, had a good career and obviously knew what he was doing. And he's got kids on his team now that are going to probably, in my mind, win a state championship that went one and nine two years ago. Like, he knew he knew the process of how it worked. It it's can just happen interesting. People. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, go ahead and uh, move on with the football in, in class six. Uh, class five, actually. Uh, so, Eureka went down to Jackson. Sorry, six and five. Went okay. to the pit on Friday night at Jackson. And Eureka lost. They. They played pretty well, and I watched a lot of that game online on uh, the great website PrepCast. 
who does a very good job of uh, broadcasting. Uh, Eureka lost their quarterback Carter Davis Jr. Uh, to a rather gruesome injury. That's what I heard. It was it was pretty bad. And they also lost one of their top running backs, I believe, to an injury. He was also a pretty good basketball player. So Jackson will play Staley. Have to go all the way to Kansas City to play Staley. <laughs> when you think of Jackson versus Staley, I, I literally think of just like six foot two dudes that just are big and just kind of like, hey man, what's going on? With like <laughs> cowboy boots on, just ready to kick some butt, you know? And the other semifinal, uh, Zumalt North beat Chaminade 24 tournament. They'll play Carthage in the state semis at Zumalt North. That, that's also a big boy matchup, too. Carthage, pretty good this year. And. Uh, Chaminade, they, they held on with Zumalt North for a long time. And they were up 14 nothing. I saw in that game. Yep, Zumalt and North got going. That's a that's a win that I think if Zumalt North ends up winning this thing, they're going to remember, go, they're going to look back and remember that win of how they fought back and came back and won. Absolutely. And at Class 4, Ladue beat Liberty Winsville 47 nothing. Can we honestly say that was a shocker? It It really wasn't. I mean, I guess not. I know nothing about football when it comes to really liberty. I haven't heard about them all year long, but this Ladue train in football has been pretty pretty impressive here the last couple of years. So they, they go 40-47 Zippo over Liberty. Uh, let me guess. They play Web City. Yeah, they got to go to Web City again. God, Web City. They, they, second year in a row. Can, the question is, can they win their two years in a row? They won last year in a tight game. Can they do it again? Pretty sure, pretty sure at Web City, like, Right when they're at that enrollment peak of like maybe possibly going to class five, they like just shut the doors. <laughs> like the principal stands there and just counts, and he's like, "All right, stop." Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I, I saw something online. If you go on their website, and I think if you go on like their football part of their school website, it has the helmets of all their like state championships or final fours, and the screen's not even big enough to hold these guys's you know records and and, and labels. They're amazing. I will say something about Liberty. I worked there the last couple of years and. Ryan McMillan does a wonderful and his staff do a wonderful job. Their culture that I've seen the last three years, but when I was there was how long has he been there? I'm not sure. He's been there. He was there before I got there, mm-hmm. so it's been, I guess, at least three or four years. So not like ten or fifteen. Like he's no, re- no. rather new. Yeah, and I don't, he might well, have been. You know what? Yeah, he was the first years. first coach in the in I think, school. In school. Right. Yeah. So I mean, the culture he has uh, set there, and you know, for me to be able to witness it, it was uh, the buy-in he got from the kids. Is it was well, I think really it's cool. got to so, be a, a pretty good. Pretty cool place to coach, but the environment. Yeah, and kinda. it's it's you know, and with Holtz and Timberland having successful programs in the past, for them to join them, I know that means a lot to them. You know, all three Winsfield high school football teams yeah. are pretty good. Absolutely, Holt was the team everybody was watching this year because they're starting ahead, and then Liberty beat them. Who knows? That was the changing of the guard in Winsfield this year, at least, just Ooh. for the year of how Liberty all of a sudden took over as the yeah. top Winsfield school and. Ended up going to the state quarterfinals, winning the district championship. It will be interesting when that new high school opens, how the enrollments go uh-huh. and what. So four high schools is, it, I mean, it just, it's crazy. Yeah, four high schools in one area. I mean, sometimes you can't even, I mean, sometimes you, you freak out if you see four McDonald's in one area. <laughs> I mean, much less, you know, um, four high schools in one area. Man, that's just growing. Everybody's headed out that way. Go ahead and move on now. We'll be class three. In the other class four, real quick, St. Mary's beat Farmington. They host Platt County on Saturday. Class three, Trinity beat Lutheran St. Charles, twenty six nothing. I mean, that's not really. A that's shocker. not a shocker. I, it's the only thing that's shocking with me is that that Lutheran St. Charles being kind of a offensive juggernaut scores zip. Yeah, that's that got me really a bit. stuck out to me. Yeah. Uh, Trinity will go down to Cassville. Who Where in the hell is Cassville? Kind of down by Springfield. Okay. And they beat number one Blair Oaks 35-28, which is a big boy win. So Trinity better not overlook 
Cassville. Cassville must have had it going because I know Blair Oaks was darn good. You're um, talking about football. You know, we'll stop there. And, and Lou, thanks for the breakdown there. Did you guys see today the Redskins quarterback? He missed the last snap of the game because he was taking selfies with the crowd. I was on the way over and I heard that and I just started laughing out loud. Like, just. <laughs> I don't even know how to today's like, society. I is. feel like it rookie quarterback, just, rookie quarterback, just so excited. I think it was like the second win for the Redskins all year, and he's over there taking self. It's just they beat the Lions. Though. Yeah, I know. It's just it's kind of the where where we're going. Um, I get the feeling that the Lions probably weren't too mad when they hear that. They were probably thinking, "Oh, we got Thanksgiving. That's the real game that matters." That's right. And then you go into you know I was watching the Eagles game today, just kind of where NFL's going, and the Eagles. Uh, the guy fumbles the ball. The Eagles grab it and just go down. And next thing you know, there's 11 Eagles defensive players in the end zone celebrating, and they're losing 17 to three in the third quarter. Like, it just, just so I think the NFL is in a really weak spot right now. And since we're talking about that, what do you guys think about last week's? Um, obviously, Miles Garrett helmet toss to the head. Everyone's heard. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Pete, you first. Sorry, it's uh, bitch. Shocking! It's unfortunate. He's lucky he didn't cause serious harm right. or even death. To, I right. mean, to to swing a helmet with that force. I mean, he's lucky he didn't catch him in the head. I mean, if I headbutt a soccer temple, ball, I'm like ah. Yeah, and I someone I saw on Twitter, someone was taking one of the NFL helmets they use and just to show how much force. And he he swung it down on a chair, not with not hard, but it split the chair in half. So it just. And I see that it just creates it's un, it's, it, uh, it's, it's just, just awful. It's an awful look. It's, it's I literally, folks. I've watched probably ten whole minutes of live football, and I happened to be that evening. It was like ten forty eight. I remember, and I'm sitting there reading the RFT, you know, whatever. Um, and, and I look up, and this guy is assaulting this guy with a helmet. And and I do I do believe that he should be out the rest of the year. I, I do also agree that. You know, it was the heat of the moment. It's football, you know, second chances. I, I do believe the guy should play football again. Um, I just don't think for this year. But it's, it's just the NFL is really, in my opinion, if it wasn't for fantasy football, if it wasn't for DraftKings and FanDuel, and if it wasn't for Vegas, I just don't know how popular football would be. I, I would agree with that. And what, what were your thoughts? Um, first off, I'd... I'd I think that that was pretty crazy what he did, and he probably does deserve to get suspended. The did you rest gamble of the year. today? Did no. you put any money on the Patriots? No. no. So what do you what do you but think about that? What I think I listened to a lot of people do interviews about with Cleveland media people the next day about that, and I think from what it sounded like, Miles Garrett he he admitted he what he did was wrong, and he owned, he owned up to. It. He said he would accept any suspension, but I think. Oh, we've been hearing a lot of stuff about whether a, a specific racial slur was used after that, and I right. think I think there had to be something said to get him that enraged because mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the national media hasn't said this a lot, but I think it, hearing from a lot, a lot of people said that's totally atypical of Miles Garrett. Yeah, and I always I always try to throw like a parallel, like what would it be like in basketball? Like what would I mean? I don't even know what the same thing would be like. Would it be like taking a, taking your your clipboard that you draw plays on and and hitting a ref in the face with it? Like I don't even know where the yeah. parallel would be. I it, so basketball is tough. I th- I think if you baseball bat maybe in baseball to like yeah, yeah. catcher well who, club in the pitcher with a baseball bat. Yeah, I forget who was charged the mound that one time. Drop kick the catcher. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's something like that. But <laughs> obviously, but like in hockey, I forget who the guy was, but. Oh, it was a couple years ago. It, 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 nailed him with a stick in the yeah, head. Yeah, right it? across his head, and he got. Yeah. I think he got suspended for the year. And 
Uh, he might have got charged with something. I, I don't remember. But you know, I just things like that in sports. You know, always makes me just realize like the this, the poor times in sports. Like when I was watching that, I immediately thought about Ron Artest like beating up someone in the stands back yeah. in the day. That was the most sickening thing I ever saw. I know when I was growing up, that was just nasty. But moving on, I know everybody wants to uh, talk about Missouri and what bowl they're going to be in. They're just on such a hot streak. They've won six in a row. Right. Oh, they lost six in a row, but they can still go to a bowl. We're talking uh, about Mizzou here, not Illinois. Oh, that's oh. right. Illinois is actually the better football team, in my opinion, um, this year with San Missouri. That is just hard to say and hard to fathom. Um, but, you know, hey, Barry Odom wins one more game against uh, Arkansas, and they are projected to head to the Belk Bowl in the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, on December 31st, noon, ESPN, and right now. It says they're going to possibly play Virginia Tech. I mean, why so many bowl games, and why do teams that don't belong to play in bowl games? Why? Why? I don't understand. Talk to me, people, about this bowl hey, thing. If you if you are bowl eligible, you're bowl eligible. I'm fine with all the bowl games. Wow. I love it. One word: money. There's well, too much money for these these schools, and I mean, I guess the Belt Bowl King. makes TV. money. Yeah, and I, TV I don't know how much they make, but the kids go and they get free Xboxes for going. Freaking six and five or wherever they're gonna go. I just, six and six. I don't get it. So, but Pete, hey, they don't get it if they lose on Friday to Arkansas. If they lose to Arkansas, they don't go. Pete, if they lose Friday to Arkansas, is Barry Odom gone? I don't think so. Really? I, I just. I, who are you gonna get? Like right now, I mean, it seems like the like we mentioned earlier, something must have happened. If something didn't happen, the players, everyone's you know sticks up for them. Yeah, and to this day, even after they lost yeah. the game last night, the players are still like. Barry Odom's my guy. Like I feel like there is something else going on, and I don't know. and and you know what you bring up. You know who would they get? Yeah. I mean, Lou, is there? I mean, they go after well, Gary Strauss. I'm gonna. I think <laughs> we we gotta accept the truth. Barry Odom's just an average coach. Well, and and I think he's a. Right now, I think he's an average coach, but a super coach when it comes to personalities and respect. He's, he's and an average coach in the field, and he's got average. Players, uh, just look at last night. Like Albert O sitting out for no reason. There, it says he well, and the fact that I, I can't name a receiver. Um, I, you know, you can't give away tickets at your game the other night. Some guys just trying. I mean, I, I just don't know the state of Missouri football. I mean, or, or do we just need to realize that the state of Missouri football in the SEC is that every year they're going to win six or seven games, and that's better than Vanderbilt, so it's okay. And that's just kind of who we are. Let's stop, not be average. But I think yeah, that's kind of who I, we are. Yeah, and I think. Fans obviously get upset, and I'm a Missouri fan, and it's hard to see him, you know, go through this. But it's not like four, five and four star guys are knocking at their door. No, and it's just and you, you're, you're going to get three star guys. And I'm sorry, you got to get nationally. You got to get more, more four or five stars. I don't know absolutely. how that can be done. This you can get all the St. Louis and Kansas City kids you want, and there's a lot of great talent. But I think. When you talk to fans from the area, well, we got to get all these St. Louis, Kansas City, you know, Columbia guys, and that's all they're basing it on to a certain extent. You know, what and we're not saying sense? going to Northern Texas and picking up these kids. We're talking about like getting legit players. We're Can not- I ask a stupid question? Yeah. What if the University of Missouri's campus was located where SLU's campus was or is right now? Do you think? Do you think if the University of Missouri was in St. Louis? That the kids, we would get more four or five star kids, and the kids from St. Louis would stay because I am a hundred percent 
that if that campus was located in St. Louis, Missouri, that the Caleb Loves and the football guys that we're talking about that are going to, you know, the, the kid the other day that sacking quarterbacks at Oklahoma from Lutheran North, I think kids stay at Missouri if the campus is located in St. Louis, Missouri. If it's located where SLU is, there still would not be kids going there. I don't if believe If it was that. located in I, West County, maybe it was. I disagree. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, Chuck, that is. Yeah, Chuck. Sorry. Um, I actually had this conversation a year or two ago with my brother and my cousins. Uh, we just talked about, like, what if Mizzou was, like, in St. Louis? Yeah. And, like, how things would be different. And Think about a stadium, like, where they're building the soccer stadium. If yeah. they could build a stadium downtown that was University of Missouri, and you got Ballpark Village, and you get, uh, you know, all these jobs that would be brought. I, I, I did, what I'm saying is I think the average kid who comes to visit Missouri, if it was in St. Louis, is going to see the bright lights and is going to be like, this is home. I just don't think Columbia, Missouri is home to St. Louis kids. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it makes like if I'm a, sense. Like if I'm a star quarterback at, you know, Lutheran North, I, I, and I go to Columbia for a visit, like that's fine, but just something about if it was in St. Louis, I think that we would see different results. I know that's totally okay, random. Okay, but name but, like a big, big school that was able to recruit kids better than us that has it like in a legit big city. Like you can't look at all these college towns though. Like look at Alabama. It's in Tuscaloosa. It's 80 miles from Birmingham. Look right. at Florida. Gainesville's nowhere near any of the big beach towns. Right. And That's I, I think you're point. right. That's it's a very good point. Good point. Yeah. I, I, Vanderbilt, they're in Nashville. They can't get anybody they can't recruit anybody to save their life. That's true, and I can't wait to go to Nashville. I mean I'd love to go to Nashville every weekend. But I, I I'm just thinking about what what can help Missouri and or just like if that would ever happen. I don't know, it's never gonna happen, obviously, but but Lou brings up a really good point that most of these universities are in small towns and that's why they're good because they're so passionate about it. Yeah, and I think, you know, going back to the record and stuff, we had a lot of success there in the late two thousands. But overall prior to and before it, Missouri's a uh, seven, six, seven, eight, nine. It depends. No matter on what conference you're in, yeah. Corby and, Jones and is going to win seven games. And yeah, and the people. Chase think, Daniel went yeah. off, and we kind of got this. And fans who part. think they're going to go undefeated or one loss, right. it's just obviously it's not realistic. So. Right. Well, so it's that time of the show. Um, we're going to kind of start wrapping things up here. We're we're in kind of about thirty five minutes here. We like to keep it around there. Um, Moving into the holidays, does anything anything excites you about Christmas or Thanksgiving, boys? As you move into oh, Christmas is Christmas. Christmas so. is Christmas. So, what do you I mean? How do you celebrate Christmas? What What's your favorite part about Thanksgiving, Christmas, or Christmas in general? Oh, uh, Thanksgiving. I guess my favorite part. Well, well um, the way like kind of how we do it is like we split each year between my mom and dad's side. Mm-hmm. We're going over to my mom's side this year. Might have my dad's side. You never know. But like the one thing I don't like about Thanksgiving is the first two and a half hours. Yeah, like not of the day, not when you're spending time with your right. family because you're just waiting. Like you get anxious and right. you're just waiting. So you're all talking day. about after the dinner? No, before. Before, yeah, just waiting for when you wake just up, wait for the food. Just yeah, smell when the you, pies and you're, and you're sitting at home. All that's on is the Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, it can be a pretty lame and day. It, but I, I, I like Thanksgiving. Like spending time with family and watching football. Pete, anything on mm. your end? I love it. Thanksgiving. You love it. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and I don't know. I get to see my family. The food's yeah, great. Absolutely. Christmas is great. Uh, I can't wait for Santa. You know, Santa, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're always busy though during 
Yeah, I think that's but, why yeah. I, I don't enjoy it is because yeah. like I don't even think about Thanksgiving because we got a game Tuesday night. I we have you know we play we are really busy over these holidays, so I almost feel like I don't get the worth out of it that some people do. And I always think about sleeping till eleven o'clock in the morning would be yeah, great, I mean, but as basketball coaches, that's not going to happen. No. So um, as we wrap up the show tonight, obviously you can find us everywhere. Um, Pat Stein off my Facebook page. You can find us at SCW Basketball. You can find us at. Chuck, and then the letter N, and then Lou. Um, where else? Iggy, you can find us. Where else? Where else can you find us at? Spotify. Spotify. Um, that, that's a good place to find you. Um, Anchor. I don't Anchor. Know I know a lot of a lot of schools and kids know, um, and Anchor's being a really popular. You can find us on Anchor. Um, pretty well, much You can anywhere. find it on your local social media website. And much. what I think is really cool is you just type it into Google, Chuck and Lou, and if you just scroll down like a little bit. You can find us on there and find the episode. So, once again, Pete, thanks for coming tonight. Thank you. Lou, great job as always. Let's go, Blues. Iggy, fantastic job tonight. Awesome. And we will be back probably in two or three weeks, and we'll have basketball under our belt. We'll be able to talk about some more. So, thanks for joining us. For Chuck and Lou and Pete.